What's good guys and welcome to another episode of Mini Football Logic, it's Zeno here and in today's episode we're going to be talking about the Manchester United versus Chelsea game that just happened yesterday when this video comes out. Now, if you don't already know, Manchester United beat Chelsea by four goals to one. Another, was it another convincing loss for Chelsea? Yeah, probably is, isn't it? <laughs> After they lost against Arsenal. Nonetheless, we're going to be talking about the game itself. And really and truly, if you actually watch the game, the performance of the two sides don't 100% match the result. Chelsea were pretty good. They had most of the ball during the game. They had almost the same number of chances as United. Pretty much the same number. But the problem was that this was clearly a team that's only scored 37 goals in the Premier League this season because they just couldn't take their chances. You know, right at the beginning of the game, Mudrick had a chance. And then Havertz was through and he couldn't set up Gallagher. Like, Chelsea were creating clear-cut opportunities and they were keeping the ball well enough, controlling possession, possession pretty good, and they were putting the pressure on Manchester United. But the truth and the reality of the game is that Man United took their chances. They had four clear-cut chances, four goals. On the other hand... With, Manchester, with Chelsea, they had three clear-cut chances and only could score one goal. Jao Felix completely cutting through the defence in the dying embers of the game and slotting in a really clinical finish across the head into the corner. Forgadas only, only scored three goals in 17 Premier League appearances, two in 16 before this game. It's a very good finish. And maybe Felix should be playing ahead of Havertz, who I feel like has been given too many chances to mess about and play about in the blue shirt this season. Honestly, I was going to make a video about this, actually, about Havertz being played out of position, despite what he thinks. As a player and what he offers on a football pitch, he is better playing in the number 10 role. Honestly, I feel there's even more chance of him playing in an advanced midfield role, but he needs to have the appropriate personnel around him. And really and truly, with this whole habit to num at number nine thing, it doesn't work for Chelsea. Hence why they've only scored 37 goals this season. And depending on the wingers for goals, hasn't worked out. Sterling, it looked promising for him at the beginning of the season. And he could have been that answer, but it didn't work out for him. And for Chelsea in that regard. And obviously, they got all kinds of wingers. They signed Madureki and Modric on top of that. And they just haven't been able to produce those two. I don't think Modric has even scored for Chelsea yet. Madureki got one. I believe so it's not looking good for their attack but the players are there maybe all they need is a number nine to put it all together and I just feel like you might as well let David Dacha Fafana play you might as well you know I know Aubameyang is pretty much washed but David Dacha Fafana is there you signed him in January as the striker you didn't sign anybody else so playing sure holding all these forwards ain't gonna work you know Honestly, Havertz should play somewhere else or just be on the bench. I'm just speaking as an outsider looking in, watching this game in particular and also Chelsea a few times throughout the season because, of course, my little bro supports them. So, I keep a good eye on them. Nonetheless, enough about Chelsea. Let's talk about Manchester United. This has been a very successful debut season for Ten Hag who has already clocked up the most victories 
in the in the debut season as a Manchester United manager. This was his 41st victory of the season. He's won the Carabao Cup. He's secured Champions League football. He's done everything you probably expected him to do this season because let's be honest, I don't think Maynard had designs of competing for the title. Even though the media tried to force it, it was never something that was truly in their plan and something that never was really true if you really looked at the situation at hand. So... You know, this performance is is kind of emblematic of their campaign. You know, they're not dominating the ball as much. They're kind of like a counter-attacking team. You know, a bit more sharp and a bit more polished than how they looked under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, where they didn't look like a team. They looked like a set of individuals that were very, very good at football and they relied on moments of brilliance from key attacking players. While on this side, they look a lot more like a team. You know, they defend a lot stronger. There's, you know, there's a plan to everything. And I can't lie, Sancho cooked today. I don't know what was what what he ate for dinner before the game or something, but he was cooking. You know, he was he was out there really trying to make a difference. Obviously, I found the weirdness of him trying to find a marshal every time he got the ball in the attacking phase quite strange. But it worked out for the second goal. You know, once United took the lead after six minutes with Casemiro and Chelsea, pretty much ran the game up until Martial's goal. You know, Man United counter attacking the moments. This is, and I feel like that second goal effectively ended the game. Although in the second half, Chelsea did try to fight back. Anyways, back to my Sancho point. He looks really good out there, and I feel like it was unfortunate that Anthony got the injury because it meant he had to go play on the right. Now, of course, he got his assist from there after making a brilliant run from a sensational no look Casemiro pass. But he definitely, I feel like, should have got at least a goal today, maybe a one more assist. But it was a great performance. You know, hopefully this is the beginning of an upturn in form and for people to see the real Jadon Sancho because we all know his talent. You know, that's the truth. You know, Man United will be happy to see Rashford back on the pitch, you know, and all that kind of stuff and trying to make a real impact. And then finally getting his 30th goal of the campaign to cap off a delightful victory after Bruno scored his penalty. And, um, yeah. It's good to see Rashford finally get into 30 goals of the season, you know. Obviously, most of his goals did come in other competitions. Well, most of them came in the pen, but a lot of his goals came in other competitions. But I'm not going to get into that. 30 goals is still a magnificent achievement. Nonetheless, of course, like I said, the performance was very emblematic of United this season in terms of them transitioning now. This is a team in transition, as I've said in previous episodes. And literally, they've made the most of what they've had this season and... Yeah, while Chelsea, on the other hand, they're a team that's also in transition, but in a completely different way. Of course, they seem to have found their, their own version of Ten Hag in Potter, then decided to not give them the time to put the team together because, you know, you, when you sign a whole squad of players, half a squad of players, you have to give the manager, who's not he's never managed a club of this magnitude before, time to build. He did not. Lampard's become a caretaker and they've only won one game out of the last 13. Obviously, Lampard's managed 10 of those. So obviously this season is done for them. Bottom half finish. They gotta just move on. The only way is up from here. United will be happy. Another team securing their place in an European competition after Newcastle did on Monday and Brighton did the day before on Wednesday. Wednesday. I hope I got that right. No, I said Wednesday. I was right, yeah, Wednesday. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> They secured their place with a draw against Man City on Wednesday. What a goal by Nciso, by the way. I know it's a bit out of subject, but what a goal. Nonetheless, yeah. So I think that's I think that's all I've got to say, really. Yeah. Just 
closing thoughts. Let me know what you guys think in the comments, you know. See, tell me your thoughts about the game, you know, and tell me any ideas you might have for me because I'm thinking of, you know, doing more than match reactions. Of course, I got, I, I got a couple ideas in my head, but why not hear from the people? You can tell me in person or you can tell me through the comments either way or you can go at my Twitter in the description or at the Facebook, whichever social media is ideal for you. But let me stop rambling on. All in all, a great performance of Man United and another performance that shows that Chelsea are very, very far away from where they need to be. And next season, potentially under Mauricio Pochettino, is a season of rebuilding. For sure. They have to rebuild. But luckily, they have just a league to focus on, no European competitions for them. While Manchester United continue with the next phase of their rebuilding process. But I think I'm going to end it here before I completely ramble my way to 10 minutes. I hope you guys, hope you guys enjoyed listening. And I'll catch you all in the next episode of Mini Football Logic. Mini Logic.